Preston Show. Time for you to expect something wonderful. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome. It's Mark. It's the Mark Husson Show. And if you're listening live, it is April 8th, right at the top of the 9 o'clock hour on the Pacific Coast. And it's about noon on the East Coast. How you doing? Where the hell were you all last week? Sitting here waiting by myself. Oh, wait a minute. No, I wasn't. That's right. I had problems last week. (laughs) It's good to be here with you guys. Listen, if you're new or if you forgot how to get into the chat room, and if you want to get into the chat room, why don't you come on over to 1G Radio and click the magic link called chat on the left-hand side. It'll bring you over to the Facebook page if you're not already accepted. If you haven't been accepted, you just make a request, and Christopher will keep an eye out for your request and let you in. Um... So I'm coming over to that little area where I am being greeted by Christina. Hi. (laughs) Good to see you. And another Christina. Thank you. I miss you too when I'm not here. It's terrible. Doesn't happen a whole lot. When it does, it's like, I don't even know what to do with my morning. But it was was nice to be able to... um, you know, fix what the problems were and to know that I get to come back and be connected with you guys again right before a new moon, which is really, I am so happy to do that with you guys. Um, Thanks, Sid. Welcome. Gosh, you guys, it's so good to be here. You know, it has been a journey and I can always tell when we're heading toward that new moon. Um, You start, you can feel, I can feel the kind of overshadowing of uh, that sort of it's been like when you're on a long trip and you're like when you're a senior in high school and you're it's but it's January <laughs> and you know back in the days when high school was something you went to in person uh, and you knew that June was coming up and you were going to graduate and you just had to sit in class the whole time and you hated it it's kind of like the new moon week it's like okay is it over yet <laughs> what's going on it's like forever to get there so sometimes that happens some of you do really well under the new moons me um i do well once i notice and remember what the heck is going on like hey wait a minute the moon's getting darker so you're gonna follow suit and that's exactly what does tend to happen okay so it is a it's a nice reminder to recognize it and also um to get ready because this is sort of like the original first day of spring. Now I know spring happened a while ago around March, what, 22nd, 23rd. Um, when we had uh, the sun entering the sign of Aries for the first time on the, on the spring equinox. And then, um, we feel it, but the moon's still doing its thing and all the other planets doing its thing, but there's a new moon for every sign, just one, Usually you get one. Some every once in a blue moon you get <laughs> another one, but every sign gets a new moon. Every sign gets a full moon one time, uh, in general. So there are only one new moon in Aries, just one, and that one's coming up this Sunday. And there's only one full moon in Aries, and that comes up when, if the full moon is the opposite, if the moon is the opposite of the sun, when it's full then it would have to be in Libra, right? So uh, over in the fall, the first day of fall, around that time we get our second full moon. So it's kind of fun to pay attention to those things just because you can be a little, you know, it helps the observer when you know you're feeling like crap, which has not been um, too unusual for a lot of us over the past few days. In fact, when I made my postcard, did you notice the heading, Too Gay on the Mark Husson Show? (laughs) Well, Freudian? I don't know. Maybe. Um, It also could be biological because I did not have my glasses on. So it was sort of like (laughs) whatever. And I've noticed that a few times. I don't want to go run and get little reading glasses so I can make sure I'm doing things right. So I often make mistakes often to your benefit, like the sale that was on yesterday at One Two Listen was um, designed to um, bring you in and celebrate this over the hump moment. So Uh, We're going to do it again. We'll have another one tomorrow. uh, But play and support yourselves however you do. Today is a Pisces moon. And when now what's happening is just for those of you that haven't quite got this figured out yet, 
the the order of the zodiac is really stagnant. I mean, the constellations we they okay. I'm going to put it in quotes. So they rotate around us. We know that's not true. We rotate around them, uh, but they rotate around us um, as in a, in a constant fixed order. And most of you know it's Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, on and on and on. So the moon's in Pisces today. So what happens when it's Pisces? What's what's the next moon? It's Aries, right? So then. Here it comes into Aries, and the sun is in Aries. So at some point or another, which we know it's going to be Sunday morning, the the moon is going to come and cross the front of the sun. And we're going to look up in the sky, and we're not going to see the sun. We're going to see a dark moon. Now, it's not an eclipse, so we will see the sun. An eclipse means we were just in the direct line of fire. But how cool is it that the size of the moon covers the sun exactly? I mean, what? What? I mean, think about it. From our distance, from our vantage point, the moon and the sun are the same size in disk. The disks are the same size. How is that possible? What, is that some kind of perfect thing that happened in the universe by coincidence? Would it have mattered if the moon was a little bigger, a little smaller? It's crazy, isn't it? That sort of perfect thing that goes on. And I want you to remember that as you're walking through these days because um, – there's a lot of chaos floating in the air. There's a lot of chaos that wants to come out into the world. Um, the Mars is squaring Uranus, and I want to—or I'm sorry, Mars is squaring Neptune. And it's not so much chaos of the uh, um, of the electrical kind. It's chaos of the confusion kind, of, of sort of like the internal kind. Oftentimes during these these cycles, we think we're making a decision, and we we or we think we have to make a decision. I think that's better put. And anytime you put that kind of pressure on yourself that you have to do something, um, like I've got to make this decision or, um, you know, I should – anything like that. I should apologize or I should – it. I want you to just practice a little bit of – a little bit of distancing from that rule. Take a minute. That rule isn't coming from your observer. That rule is coming from your scared mind, which is connected directly to the child. So – if you're going to have some thoughts like that coming through, and you know my big thing, will you have a counter argument to those thoughts? Will you be able to present and provide a different point of view that softens the blow on those things? Because what is so static and so permanent and so real in this world that you don't have some wiggle room? And whatever it is, whatever it is, you know where I learned some of that from is watching so many stupid TV series that have cliffhangers. There's no way you're getting out of that one. No way. How are you going to get out of it when 36 people lined an alley and surrounded you and you got to kick butt out of it? How are you going to – there's no way, right? There always is a way. Now, if they can do it in Hollywood, surely they can do it. We can do it in our lives because that's that, that ain't real. <laughs> but, but the point is – there, if you put in your head that it is possible, that even though it looks like all the odds are stacked against you, that that is a thought that is not necessarily weighted in any sort of fact except fear. It has to be fear because that's a statement that you would only say if you were scared. That's a statement you would – you wouldn't tell your – I don't think you would tell anyone you cared about. The odds are against you. I'd give up. You better surrender. It'd be like there's always a place to hope. There's always a reason to believe in something. There's always a good side to something, even though shit happens and it's terrible. It feels awful. I am not a woo-woo new ager. You all know that. I believe that we have that life is unfair. I believe there is never going to be the the. I do not believe what goes around comes around. Honestly, believe it. Shock. Oh my God, gasp. I do not believe that because I don't know. It's, and it would have to fit my narrative of that person is bad and it's got to hurt them. But what if from their narrative, what's going around is comes around is coming to me because I'm the bad guy. So I give up on that. Give up on that. Because what is going to bring you peace is not that somebody else gets hurt and wounded, even though I have many people I wish that on daily. I'm telling you the truth. I get so mad sometimes. Damn, I wish that's <laughs> – I wish one of them would blah, blah, blah so they'd learn something. But – I don't expect it to happen. I don't need it to happen to realize that my life is a function of my ability to remember that there's a bigger thing happening. 
And number one, just for me as a person, the bigger thing happening is going to be my counter argument. My counter argument to the child that's having a fear attack. It's not you having fear attacks. It's it's that person in you. It's that little, little person in you that, that learned to be afraid for a reason because shit happens. Things get taken away from us. Life isn't fair. Some of the greatest teachers in the world tell you first thing, first off, get life ain't fair. It just won't be. And if you need to be in balance because you think the bad things are going to happen to the people who have made it bad for you, so be it. You can hold that, but it's not doing you any good in this moment. You can still do it. You just can't do it with the sense of that's all I'm going to hang on to until that happens so I can feel better. No, you do it in the sense of, okay, that's a thought I have because it comforts me, but it's not really the end all to be all. What matters most right now is I get this kid safe. And, and getting a kid safe isn't about those bad guys are going to get shot. <laughs> getting a kid safe is about let's look at the narrative that we're telling. Let's look at what's really scaring you. And what's really scaring you is you're afraid I'm going to go. The kid, to the kid, to me, that I'm going to leave you hanging. And that's exactly what we do. Whether we know it or not, we leave that kid hanging every time we look up and say something ridiculous. Like, my life sucks. Bad things always happen to me. That's abandonment of the very core thing that you do not need to be embracing. Because you have those thoughts. We all do. We have them. They're there. Life sucks. That kind of thing, right? We have them. I'm the victim of so many people's bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. We have them. They're there. You can't pretend they're not there. But what you can do is not give them wings. You can acknowledge that's a fear thought. When a child hits you and says, I hate you, they don't hate you. They're hurt by you. And we have to turn that around ourselves in this moment. Every time we think something negative is going to happen, every time, listen, and I'm trying to point out, stuff happens. People get some really serious bad news. It's not my job to go, oh, well, there's always a silver lining. I don't, that's not what nobody, anybody wants to hear. What, what we want to hear, what I, I think my child wants to hear is, oh, my God, you poor thing. Come here. Give me a hug. There's not a thing we can do about this, but we can write it together because we have each other. That feeling is sometimes all we have because stuff can be seriously harmful. Stuff can be scary as heck out there. And if you're adding to the momentum of it by agreeing with it, yeah, this is horrible. Worst thing that ever happened. I'm I'm doomed. I used to tease it like this is how the proof that God hates me. I have proof. <laughs> I used to say it just to shock people because you know nobody nobody likes to believe that or hear that or it sounds so sacrilegious and I I love sounding sacrilegious. Um, but I'm not. You can't be afraid of that. You have to realize there's a wink and a nod going on all the time that you can offer yourself to, like, okay, you know, you know, there's a part of you absolutely terrified. You're going to lose your house. You might lose someone that you deeply, deeply care about. It's terrifying. It's awful. It's awful. And what kind of condition are you in to support this process? Not just for you, but for everyone you come in contact with. So you you got to have a sense of giving up being right to the rest of the world, being up being right to your own inner child, being giving up being right to whatever message you think your parents gave you. I was just thinking the other day, I do this a lot, like the neglect of my parents, if they had only, I do that a lot, right? Like just looking at it, at it going, oh my God, I, they, I can't believe I was left alone that much. Or I can't believe blah, blah, blah. Um, that's fine if you don't become the, if you if you don't identify with that feeling that's saying that. If you don't act, like if I can hear that as a separate voice in my head, not one that's actually singing the truth. If I can see that as a point of view that is just one of many. I can live with that. I can take it. I can laugh with it. I can have humor about it. But not when I take it as real and not when I think of genuinely, like, if you get that life isn't fair, I can't go back and say, I was treated so unfairly. Because who is treated fair in this world? 
even if the unfairness is to your advantage. It's not fair, right? There's no equity here. <laughs> it's very little equity. And so you give that up. You give that rule up. Okay, okay I get it. Not going to be fair. It's going to be random acts of whatever coming down. How am I prepared? How am I prepared? Am I adding to it? Am I not? And that's the that's sort of the theme. Now, this Pisces moon, most of us are feeling a little, well, you know, music sounds great under Pisces moon. Nostalgia, fabulous under Pisces moon. You want to go back and feel victimized as a child? Ooh, this is the perfect moon to do it in. <laughs> it is. You know those moments where you put on, the, you know some of the saddest songs in the world, the sad, sad, sad ones, like not even, um, I was watching Shameless and one of the kids is so afraid of being, um, they're going to sell the house. So they do this thing where every time she's in a situation, they play Alone Again Naturally. <clears throat> they play the theme song Alone Again <laughs> every time she sees a situation that it lets us know that's where her head is. It is fun sometimes to put on those heavy, dark, sad, sad songs. They're not so dark. They're just sad. And, People who wrote them from a place of pain, people who like really gave it their all, and you and it's so fun sometimes to put on the music, cry, think about your life, get nostalgic. Everything is fine to do under that umbrella as long as you have one hand on the little observer going, okay, I'm letting you do this. <laughs> we are doing this. We are consciously putting it out there. But you have to have that moment, the one little wink and a nod to the part of you that knows what you're doing. That's all to the kid that knows what you're doing. The kid, where the, instead of aligning with this kid that's going, I hate my life, it sucked, God's against me, and you going, you're right. You go, I get it. You wink at the nod, you pull them in, let them have their moment. It's not, you don't want to correct people who talk like that. You don't want to correct people, period, I don't think. Like, oh, you know, when you say, oh, you shouldn't say that, oh, you shouldn't say that, what did you just do? <laughs> you piled on another one, another reason. For them to be afraid and worry. You got to wink and nod. Okay. I wanted to title that today. Wink and nod. To the to the idea that it's a, there's a so whatness to our little rants. And a so whatness to the way we do things. There's no rule. There's no careful what you wish for moment here. If there was, it's like careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> you might get it, but it might take it away from somebody else. It's like, yeah, the world's unfair already. You don't have to be careful. Plus, yourself, the spiritual self, the one that, that we are really, really connected to, it's not an idiot. I'm not going to give you money because it gets it kills somebody you love so you can have. Because you wished for money, now somebody you love has to. It, that's movie stuff. And if you torture yourself with that, fine. I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to. But I'm going to tell you, if you feel bad doing that stuff, there is another way to think about it. Okay. As we move, I want you to pay attention tomorrow night because this, well, you really won't notice tomorrow night, actually. I have to say that because the moon isn't going to go into Aries until late, late, late tomorrow. That's Friday. So, but it will on Saturday morning be in Aries for you. And I want you to contrast these moments now under this Pisces moon to the Aries moon. No greater uh, change occurs than with Pisces to Aries. Very few of the signs have that big of a leap you have to make. So it's a perfect opportunity for you to realize this Piscean energy, this mushy, lovely, it's compassionate. And it is full of feeling. If you've ever been around a Piscean person who is truly in their Piscean mode, it is like they are really feeling it. They're sensitive. Most Pisces won't even show you that it's so sensitive. Okay, most a lot of Pisces drink it out. <laughs> they like numb it out, and so a lot of that is, and that's the other thing under the Pisces moon. A lot of drug experimentation. If you're doing that, if you're one of those people, um, it's why you're called to it because it has that sort of like I'm open. I can see this is the, you know, I know the uh, people who do the ayahuasca stuff, and I've never done any of that. I I did the I did drugs. As you all know, I was an I can't do pot. Uh, when I was 21, I did a thing of um, I don't know what they called it blotter. It was like blotter acid had a dragon on it, <clears throat> and it was the it was I was 21. I did it with a 22 year old, 
And it was profound, I have to tell you, and not to advocate it, but I will never do it again. I'll probably, I'll never have the, I don't, I don't want to do it again. But I had a moment of a brain opening that I thought was like probably life changing for me. And um, that was it. That's my, that's the extent of my extensive drug life. But I did, I, I did have access. I did it. And it was amazing. Now that was me. And I, I know a lot of people are microdosing these days, which taking some of that and do it in microdose. I'm not, I don't, I don't need it. I don't feel like I'm drawn to any of that anymore, but I do know that sometimes those experiences can anchor in for us a moment that can, can show us there's another way. If a, if a little tiny drop of something can change your perspective you might carry that with you the rest of your life. Now, the problem is, I think, it, maybe it's a problem, maybe it's not a problem, but that people keep going back to it to have it again and again and again. And then it becomes about the thing and not about the experience. And so if you're one of those people, I do not judge you. However, I do say try to like do at least some examination on the the difference between you know it being – brought to you and it being um experienced by you or created by you on its own see the difference see if there is a difference in how that happens because it can be a catch-22 um but anyway i didn't mean to, well notice it's great to talk about drugs under a pisces moon um now this is all day tomorrow too so a little confusion tomorrow the moon will go void of course early like about five o'clock in Pacific time tomorrow. So if you're a little off, if you're a little wonky, a little off centered, whatever, do not worry about it. Remember the second day of the moon cycle before it changes is like being a senior in January and um, where you're going to graduate in June. So you got to deal with it. So tomorrow could be very interesting juxtaposition to today. I want you to pay attention to it. Today's kind of magical, has its magical components. Now, as the moon gets darker, you are going to follow suit. There's a very good chance you'll follow suit. What does dark mean? Dark means that sometimes you don't have the overview to, to bring a little light into the situation that you're thinking of. Sometimes you're going to think worst case scenarios in times like this. Sometimes you're going to find yourself um, agreeing to the sentences that come to you that say, oh, this is heavy or <laughs> my life sucks. And you're the darkness may not allow you the ability to be giving that counter argument. Okay. You got to come armed with a counter argument. You guys, I have to do it. You have to do it. <laughs> if I have to do it, you have to do it. We have to come up with counter arguments to the crap. And there are real nasty, scary things that trigger us. And to me, what triggers me that's really nasty will not trigger, will not even touch other people. It's just personal. It's projection, right? So I see the UPS guy, a new guy leaving the package at the mailbox, which is down the, you know, 100 yards away. I'm watching it leave. The, I have a driveway and a porch. And I'm like, now I'm, now what kicks on in me? Like, oh God, the mind, the mental Virgo-y wanting to kill mind. My, It's like, and I'm thinking to myself, boy, now there it is this example of abandonment. Because where's my kid in that moment? Where's my peace in that moment? Where's my window of opportunity to take a breath and see it differently? All that's gone to hell. Because I rather feel addicted to or be addicted to the ranting and raving that's going on in my brain. Because I was mad. Okay? Now... Right or wrong, it doesn't have anything to do with do I have a right to be mad or not. What it has to do with is did I give up my peace in that moment? Did I willfully give up my peace in that moment? Did I leave the kid on the sidewalk and go fight my battle? Leaving him alone to deal with whatever is going to come at him with a feeling of unsafety and unsurety. Because where is dad going? And I caught it in a moment. In a moment after I was <laughs> 10 minutes of it. I was like, you know, that absolutely is not how I want that event to have control over me right now. I just don't. And so I had, I had a moment of recentering back in. I actually took a moment to walk back to where I was and to say, hey, okay, come on. Really? 
make a note of what you want to do and how you want to accomplish it. Put it on paper, and then we'll take care of it through an email. Or we'll write, and well, it turns out my neighbor took care of it. She had the same thing happen. I watched them leave the boxes all over the street. So she texts me and says, I called UPS. I talked to the manager. They're they're having the driver over. They're, they'll say they're, it's never going to happen again. You know, she took care of all of it. She was at peace, too. She was happy at peace, mad. But we have choices, okay? So the, so to, as we go toward this Aries energy, I want you to realize the new moon coming Sunday is going to pop. It's going to pop at about, I have put the chart at the very bottom of the email I sent out. And it's 22 degrees of Aries. It could almost be 24. I mean, 23. If you have anything at 23 degrees fire, 23 degrees of cardinal, which is um, Cancer, Capricorn, um, Libra, or Aries, then it's going to affect you. And in the house that it's in, that Aries house, it's going to affect you. Now, what's a new moon do? Well, a new moon puts a check mark at a certain point in your chart. And from that point on, you leap forward. And that point is, a, is like a stamp. It's indelible. So that mark of 22 stays in your chart for like I say the way I think of it is a two week period of time that that thing stays in there till the next full moon. So anything that happens in the sky at 22 from that moment on, when Mercury goes to 22 Aries, when um, which it will do, uh, if any other planet makes it there, like if the moon next week comes back, it, I don't think it can next week, but anything that hits 22, if something hits 22 of Libra, 22 of Cancer. It's going to affect you if you have it in your chart. It's going to affect you. So how's it going to affect you? It's a burst of energy. It literally is this burst of like, woo, okay, springtime. And that's what the catapulting energy is. So right now we're ending. This is the ending. That's why things are like, ugh, I'm a senior and June's six months away, right? When Sunday hits, and that's in the morning, seven. no, it's in the evening, 7.31 p.m. Pacific time, it's the new reset of the new moon. Now, if you happen to feel a little heavy and burdened or, or you know, unclear up until that point, please mark down on your calendar uh, either 10.31 p.m. on Sunday or 7.31 p.m. That's on the East Coast or 7.31 on the Pacific. See if it shifts for you. Okay, you guys, I'm just going to take a quick look at how y'all are doing. Um, thanks, Tiff. Hey, Quelly, thank you so much. Hey, James, welcome. <laughs> Um, Pamela, when you sent out the notice, you had technical issues last week. I thought you were pulling. I know. And I did put little writing in there. This is not an April Fool's joke, uh, but I get it. That's even worse. That's even a time not to believe somebody, right? <laughs> this is not a joke. Oh, okay. Um, hi, Karen. Thanks for being here. Kay, welcome. Hi, Terry. Thanks for being here. What a sweet picture. Little heart through a rock nice um i always thought spring had a better connection to april instead of march so i'm glad to hear that there's a reason oh sid you're so supportive <laughs> i could be wrong but it does seem like the real day of spring to me uh when that new moon hits hi lioness how are you arlene thank you for being here hi lynn the song honey was about right oh my god see the tree how big it's grown oh my god tell me there's not a song i don't know that's sad that i couldn't put on and go um <laughs> which is really fun to do when you're doing it guarded um so gwen posted the poetry foundation oh and a nod okay i'll have to check that out gwen thank you for that i don't think people I think some people don't even want to tolerate an innocent complaint about the weather. If you happen to say you don't like it when it rains and have to argue. I know, right? There's people who need to argue everything. There's no question about it. And it's so nice because I I do that all day long. Some of the phone calls I've fielded, you would not believe the things people want to argue over. Uh, yes, you would. And it's fun to go, oh, you know, you might be right. And then just put a hole in the pushback. Like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Um Mr. Bojangles was sad too. Yeah, that was sad. There's, oh my God, there's so many. There's so many. Um, I did a Diamonds and Rust a run last week, I think, and there was another one. Just not so nostalgic, right? Um, <laughs> Gwen, Gwen is like, please put this show on demand. I always do, and I do it timely, don't I? <laughs> no, I don't, and I will, I promise. Okay. Um, 
So you guys, just real quick, and then we're going to take some calls. Um, thank you, thank you, callers, for being so patient and for getting your um, getting your calls in and your charts. Okay, so let's go to. Um, let me just take a quick peek into next week. I wanted there was some moment I wanted to share with you, and I forgot to circle it. So I'm running my finger through the calendar, through the count. There it is. There it is. There it is. So I know. There is a there. We're going to be visited a lot by Uranus and Pluto next week, and I wanted just to you guys to have an eye open. It's actually that's right. Pluto, Uranus, Jupiter, and Neptune will all be making debuts. All of the outer planets on Saturn. So next week is when the Moon sort of plays with each one of those in a very special way. And there's one, and I'm not I'm not going to be able to find it right away, but. So keep an eye on this. After the new moon hits, I want you to pay attention to um, the change at uh, 11 a.m. on Monday into Taurus. So for three days, we have Taurus. Remember, Taurus is the word inside the word restaurant. So if you're eating, if you want to go out to a pleasant dinner, try it on the 12th, 13th, or 14th. Then the moon changes into Gemini on the 15th. Okay, so all day on the 15th, that's where we have this sort of desire to hook up with people, to connect, to talk, to feel at least some kind of connection. So pay attention to that and make your plans accordingly, okay? There's a ton happening on Saturday of next week. I want you to, you know, stay stay close to that. Let me think if there's anything on our end. There is, um, you know, there's new COVID out. There's, you guys, please, please do follow your heart on all of that. I'm going to... I'm waiting for a vaccine. I'm going to get vaccinated. I wear my mask. I feel like if I'm an invisible carrier or walking bomb, I have a responsibility to at least try to protect others from my horrible breath. I should. I think they should be all all the time anyway. Um, required. <laughs> it's so fun to talk to people with your mask on now. For me, because and I don't like the cloth ones. I really like the paper ones because I I can project my voice a little more, which means probably projecting more germs. But at least, you know, I don't feel like I have to worry about a mint right then and there, which I used to worry about all the time. Um, so, hi, Denise. Welcome. Big hugs to you. <laughs> you guys, you know what? My spirit changes after being on with you. It really does. And I'm so glad to hear that some for some of you it does too. So, um, Mr. Christopher, we're going to talk to a birthday girl right away. Let's bring Julie on, see how she's doing. Now, automatically, you all should know she's in Aries. Yeah. Hey Julie, Hi. how are you? I'm good. You know what? Um, so I'm out for a walk, and you switched over to me just as I got to the top of the hill. So that was very good timing. Thank you. Oh, is it good so, timing? You get a chance to rest for a minute. Oh, I'm envious of your walking out there. Um, well, how are you? You're a Pisces moon. It's a perfect day for you. This is you had a birthday yesterday, and the sun is in Aries, and the moon is in Pisces. And it is that way in your chart. That is not always going to happen. So that's kind of cool. I love that. You also have a cancer rising, it looks like. How's life looking like there from the top of the hill? Um, well, it's it's good. You know, there are um, – I love how practical you are when you talk. You know, I mean, about the silver lining. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a thing time. Um, <laughs> um I talked to you at this time last year yeah. for the same issue. And I am not usually someone who asks about relationships, but I've been in this long distance relationship and I've been really confused about uh, changing locations because where my boyfriend lives, I don't love. Uh, and last year you told me if, like, if it's a not a solid yes, then don't do it. And so, and which was good advice. And I haven't, but I have been um, Is it creeping back up again, sort of like the urge. It's 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 so confusing, um, and I just thought, oh, it might be good on around my birthday again to see sort of if there's anything in my yeah. chart or like a good time to sort of make a decision. Yes, uh, and there is. There's yes, 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 yes. Um, let me jump in on this because Jupiter's in Aquarius right now, and it is in your house of. So travel and long distance and I start seeing this oh okay as it's coming up uh, to Pisces which it will this year it activates the entire chart your entire 
the entire public version of yourself, your career version of yourself, and eventually get this. Now, this is what's exciting to me. You have this collection of planets in Pisces and Aries and Taurus. You have the moon in Pisces, sun in Aries, Venus in Taurus. So that means to me that once Jupiter hits Pisces, it gets you on a one, two, three-year journey of expansion and openness. Now, 12 years ago, it happened. Again, uh, this is so. If we go back twelve years, I always have to think, what, where are we now? <laughs> so, if you go back, uh, it's probably about two thousand ten, two thousand nine, ten, around there. Think about what your life was doing. Just raise it up a little octave, because this is a time when um, it only happens. Like I said, once every twelve years, it's going to hit your. Uh, your career house, then it hits your Mercury. Now I look at all the rulers. Mercury is the ruler for you, a Virgo. So I look to a Virgo is your house of home. So there's a good possibility of an uprooting, of a change, of an, a feeling of, of of goodness. Now there are ways to make moves, Julie, that don't involve um, having it to be a life um, event, like a, a whirlwind event. There might be a way for you to create um, longer and longer, longer chances to stay out there to. Get, you know, see how you can maneuver that to take care of yourself. The big thing for me now, it doesn't feel so much like a no, as much as it feels like a sense of timing, like giving yourself permission to not see it as like this permanent, I shut one door and another, you know, I got to unlock the other one. It's like, let this thing flow to a natural. Yes. Like I would keep looking over there. Like, what are my, like, opening up the psychic quote-unquote opportunities of being there like what's it feel like to live there what are the opportunities ask the universe to bring some omens in that i love omens and so as they come as you look at this you're you do have a chance to make a big leap there's no question about it it does rule the house of your home it rules long distance travel and it also rules career and all of those things might be the perfect thing that that happens right now now you do have a pluto squaring your mars right now which is really the struggle that you're feeling that's why it feels like such a struggle that is going to soften here soon we need to get pluto a little more into capricorn it's at 26 right now it, it takes its darn time but we need to get pluto a little further before we get you to sort of see the clarity of it or the vision of it the good news is it's off of your sun it's trining your venus it's not going to conflict with you anymore it's actually going to be supportive and then on april 24th ish like what is that about two weeks from now mars crosses your rising sign and that is when ernest hemingway shot himself and when martin luther king gave his i have a dream speech so we have <laughs> meaning that you get a chance to really uplift things in a good way and it's you're going to feel the boost of it i think on it right at that middle of april you'll actually feel like i think i know what to do here so it'll come um but it's going to be a three-year cycle of expansion of openness of things changing emotionally in a good way i do think you're probably going to make this leap i honestly do this time because the ruler of your rising sign is the moon and jupiter's going to hit that moon and it's going to be this combination of a perfect storm because ultimately no matter where we live no matter where we are we have to wake up and do what we do in the world we have to face ourselves and so it might not be so bad but there'll be a way for you to figure this out that's going to be a lot lighter this time around i'm not saying that you will move i'm just saying that if you do make that choice you'll have a lot more wind at your back and a lot more sense of freedom and and change around you like so it won't feel so um like you just made, bought a one-way ticket and can't come yeah. back it's this is this will be about choice about feeling about feeling good uh jupiter will be i mean jupiter's gonna hang out with you for a while so i'm like i like this cycle for you honestly <clears throat> when it goes into when it goes into pisces and you'll hear about that it's this year i was gonna look i, I let me see if i can find it real quick just the general timing but i'm pretty sure it's mm -mm -mm. The fall. Let me look here real quick. Okay, Jupiter, Jupiter, Jupiter. Yeah, it hit Pisces in July. <clears throat> it hits Pisces in June. It stays. Let me see. Oh, it goes in May. Middle of May, it goes into Pisces. It stays there. Comes back out again in August. And then when will it hit her again? And then it goes back forever in the end of December. So we get this little picture of it, this little peak of Jupiter going in uh, July, uh, Ju May through July. And then it, it kind of goes back and you get to clean things up and then boom, 
and then it's the whole next year is going to be in Pisces. Then it's the whole time in Aries for a year and then in Taurus for a year. Nothing to worry about, honestly, girl. This one's going to be a little lighter. It's not going to feel so oppressive. You've been through the oppressive part. That's parts not as half as bad as it was. That's ending. All the Saturn squares, all that was happening when you called last year. This time, smoother sailing, honestly. Um, but take your time and let it come. It'll rush you. It'll it'll move you. You'll know it's the right thing to do. Doors will open automatically. And then always remember to that little girl inside of you, there ain't no key. There ain't no ticket this one way ever. You can do it. There is no irreversible decision here. So you do what you do. Make no regrets about it. And wherever you land, just know it's there's. If it if it ain't working, you can you can always reverse this, but you won't have to. I don't think under these circumstances, this is what feels really good. I hope that supports your what you're thinking. But I would love to know what you oh end up doing <laughs> while you're metaphorically at <laughs> the top of the hill right now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's the perfect thing to uh, to say. That one way ticket. That is the fear. That is such a big fear, and it, it was bigger last year it sure. would have felt bigger but. last year now it's not so much it really will settle down you'll start seeing the options and the hope and the connection the way we connect these days too gives that feeling so i'm positive um do this in a way that is most uh, brilliantly supportive for who you are and then insist on that uh -huh. You know, so you can, and then, you know, whatever. It's like, it used to be the, it used to be just not more than a couple of years ago where it was big deal to move and to change. It's not, it doesn't feel so big anymore because the world's kind of on the same page about change and momentum. And so I think you're in good shape. I really do. I'm excited for you. I hope you'll let us know if you make the move. I definitely would love to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you so much. You brighten my world, Mark. <laughs> You do the same for me. Thank you so much, Julie. Happy, happy belated Thank birthday. You. Enjoy yourself. Let me Thank know you. how you're doing, okay? Thank you, sweetie. Bye-bye. Mr. Christopher, we're going to talk to Alan. Hello. Hi, Al. How you doing, Mark? Oh my God! It is you. Oh, you guys! Yeah. This is big Al. This is the man who found, who helped me sell one of the most miracle purchases that in the history of. I had a house. He found the only person that would buy it that was possible. That no one, when no one else would, at a price that no one else could believe. This is a miracle worker. Al, how are you? I'm really good, brother. How are you? I'm Good. I, we haven't talked in so long. I just, I love that. So you're, I can't believe you're on the air with me. Your life good? How have you been? I have to give you a big surprise. I'm doing really good staying under the radar, as everyone <laughs> is. And That's keeping right. My, I'm, I'm got the boxing gloves out for the inner child, and I, I keep battling him and telling him all good is going to come yes. if you keep a positive attitude. And you've always been that guy. I know. It's so amazing. Now, Al is a Scorpio. He has an Aquarius moon, a Taurus rising. Is life look, How's life looking, Al? Are you, are you in the middle of some change, or is it staying I'm pretty stable? Well, as you know, I've done this real estate for 30-some years, and I've decided along the way to develop these fitness patents for my back, you know, to yes. uh, rehab my uh, back and I have three patents. The third one is coming up and uh, I'm going to turn the corner and stop being the Pillsbury Doughboy and start being the promoter of my inventions. And I found a marketing company in Wisconsin and a manufacturer uh, that's not far away. And I'm going to load my prototypes up in a trailer in the, ca in the caddy convertible this summer and go up there and start a new life and a new world for helping uh, disabilities like myself, wounded warriors, and also uh, uh, the, the Children's Foundation in uh, San Diego. 
Oh my yeah. goodness! Not much has changed with you. I love it. And I see you guys. That's his Aquarius moon. That all, you have to with Aquarius moons look at what they're doing for the bigger picture. Always, they always have a little thing in there for the humanitarian vision. Now this is big because Uranus just crossed your ascendant, which means that things have changed. I mean, you have changed. It's like you're on a physical change. Venus is right behind it. It's going to hit there within. Oh my gosh! I would say about two weeks. Venus is going to be on your ascendant, which means no one will be able to say no to you even though that's the story of your life um and <laughs> and but it is such a great cycle of change it does look like you've broken through a lot of molds here and now that jupiter has hit your moon i think that's why you sound so good but when it goes into pisces like i spoke to julie just before you it's going to try right. everything in your scorpio stuff and that is another moment of like where you get another uplift so next year's huge for you was when we have jupiter in water which is fabulous to see you, Al was born with Jupiter and Sag. I mean, you're one of the blessed people. I mean, there's no question about it. I'm not underestimating. I love people to know this story, but there was no way people were going to pay for this home that I had. And he found them. And he not only found them, he found it in a way that it was actually like profound. People were jealous at how good the deal was. <laughs> so I, I owe well, my heart to Al so much for get, getting me free from a place that I didn't think I'd ever be free from. So thank you, Al. And formally, well, thank you welcome you you and john have always been a blessing to me also you're so sweet you have not changed a bit i do hope you'll come see us because the house is now like settled and everything when you're in the hood but i know you're a busy man do you need me to look at any dates times places or are you good because this looks fabulous to me i i think i think this the transition from the real estate career to my dream yes it's going to be a good reality. It is a good reality, and you're well on your way, and it's pretty exciting because you're definitely the ruler of your chart is at the very top of your chart. So it's exciting because I do think your voice is going to be heard now, and I think you're going to be able to carve a path for what you've always dreamed of doing. So this is going to come together, I think, really nicely for you, and even sweeter in a couple of weeks when Venus hits that rising sign. I think you're going to hear some really good news. I'm excited about that. But, you know, you don't ever have to call the show to get this. You can always call. It's always good to hear your voice. I'm so glad you called. What a sweet surprise. I really I really was surprised. That's so awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, brother. I appreciate hearing from you. And it was nice to listen. This is my first time listening to the show. I, I want to confess, but I always... Have well, you always believed in what we did. You're so sweet. Exactly. I love that. You you guys are my mentors. So I love <laughs> well, it's, and I, I miss John. You give him a hug for me this afternoon, all right? Oh, I will. And don't you hesitate to come say hi whenever you're in the hood. I, Wishing you the best. I'll tell you, in the next days. couple of weeks, I'll be coming down there before the end of the month in the, in the caddy, and we'll go to lunch in the convertible. There you go. I love it. Okay, Al, thank you so much. You take care of yourself. You're Thanks welcome, brother. Out, take care. Oh, yeah. Nice <laughs> afternoon. Nice talking Thanks to you, Thanks for the positive vibe. You bet. Bye -bye. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, that was sweet. Very nice surprise for me, you guys. Honestly, that was unstaged. I haven't seen him in forever, but he did make... I was thinking, boy, I hope Al can pull this off because there was no way that it was going to happen without him, and he did it. I just... Ugh. You know, people like that pull the thorn out of your paw. What are you going to do? Love him forever. Let's talk to Denise. Oh, okay. So is okay. Good, good, good. That's okay. So I think Denise might have left us. So let's in, let's wrap it up. I can wrap this up with you guys. Um, and if Denise, just in case, got disconnected and had meant to do this, Denise, you're in a seriously amazing time. Your Jupiter is at zero degrees of Pisces, which means what did I say earlier? It goes in in May jumps out in August, and then it hits again all next year for the same. So you're in a beautiful time if you're moving, if you're expanding an at-home business, you're a Sag person, so the Jupiter is your ruler. So I wish you the very best. I have feeling it's going to be a crazy good year for you as well. That is crazy that the lot of Jupiterian energy has come through on the, um, on the calls today. And then I'm going to look in the room and see what you all are up to real quick. Um, 
Gwen, you remember? Oh my God, Gwen remembers Julie from last year. I bet it was Julie. Well, cause that she said she called last year. That is so cute. <laughs> well, you know, it is fun that people kind of bring it back to me and say, "Hey, this is what happened, and this is where I'm at," because I don't ever really get to know. So, you guys, basically, numerologically, we're in the fourth year, the fourth month. This is April, so April is always like, even though it's a four year. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, it's a four month, it's the month of structure. And then you, when you mix in your numerology with that, oh, the general tone is, this is, a, this is a month to build things. And so I did get a bunch of new numerology reports. I think I told you guys that if you are interested in any of those, they're by DeCause at 12reports.com. I don't want to turn this into a sales session. Um, I do want you to pay attention, though, to it's fun to pay attention to those numerological cycles. Oh, let me give you the quick update. This is what I meant to do. Um, Javi, okay, so I can't remember if I talked to you guys last week about this or not. But if I did, I apologize. It wasn't last week. It was the week before. That's why I can't remember. But um, I woke up with a funny gut feeling about Javi, my little Havanese. I'm going to get a little puppy, right? And the woman that was the breeder, this particular woman, was being very vague and not fun and blah, blah, blah. And... So, but I woke up this morning, that one morning, and I was like, I do not feel good about her. I just don't. I don't like this. It's all vague. It's nebulous. I don't like the website. I don't like the pictures. So I Googled her, and this person did a Yelp review that said, if you are buying from them, you should know, Google this name, because they're buying from a puppy mill. And I was like, my heart sank. I was like, what? And so I did I did my research and I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. So I didn't care. I was like, I, I'll find something different. So I wrote her and said, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm take me off your list. I'm not going to be on the wait list. I don't care. Called another breeder. I, there were like, there's only like five in Colorado. Called another breeder and she said, honey, I just had them. We gave them all away. They we sold every one of them. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And she said, but. I just heard that my son, uh, who has a Havanese, um, that she gave birth last night. And I was like, what? She, he said, yeah. She said, yeah, purebred Havanese. There's three of them. Call him. So you all can imagine. Picked up the phone. I called him. He was adorable. I mean, he was so sweet and i was so excited he goes well would you mind sending me a little like where you plan on raising him like a responsible breeder would ask and so i took a little picture of the house i walked through it you should see this room i have of too much dog stuff so i mean it's embarrassing but i already have four monogram things i'm like whatever and so <laughs> so i know you when you think monogram means you can't hand this stuff down right so I showed him that. I walked him in the front yard, the backyard, blah, blah. He was so excited. So we have, um, so we did it. We had the, um, we made the deal. And that'll be right, right around the second week in May. I am so excited. So I'm reading a book, uh, The Other End of the Leash. And that, um, and John was talking to a woman who said, Mark should read this book. And when I looked up that book, same author. So, uh, I'm on my way and I want to wish you, I want to thank you guys for all the support and love. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm thinking now after this one, I'm going to do another one. I've got the, I've already talked to a trainer. I fired one trainer already because he didn't like the book I was reading. I don't like him. And so I'm going to find socialization parties, classes, talk to people, you know, I'll get all this down, but I wanted to thank you guys for writing that journey with me because I'm, terribly excited he's an aries he's going i know the birthday he's an aries wait a minute what was that moon i can't even remember the moon but it was a it was a crazy moon for me a good it's, it's going to be exciting so thank you for listening let's call it a day i'm going to put the show up i will you guys are always my heart my soul thank you so much for the sweet um for all your sweet comments and blessings. I know you're, and I feel that you're for me and I love that. And so I am, you know, I'm always for you. I really am. Uh, thanks for being here with me. Uh, stay tuned. I believe it's Katie and Kelly on the next end of me. Uh, and then tonight we have Jay and Kelly, a lot of good evening shows and big sale tomorrow at one to listen. You guys, thank you. Stay positive. Happy new moon. 
Aries, 22 degrees, really 23 degrees. Find it in your chart. Let's celebrate together. All right. Take care of your butts, you guys. Bye-bye.